So, the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us, who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. Please like, share, and subscribe to get new episodes, videos, and other updates. Hello there, and welcome to this new episode of uh, Bootstrapping Your Dreams Show. I'm your host, Manu Jagarwal, and today I'll be talking to Nicholas Macasil. Nicholas has spent half a decade working at the intersection between marketing, sales, and technology. Early in his career, he coached financial advisors on a national scale while working for a Canadian startup company, helping them implement modern software and marketing tools. Nicholas formerly ran his own copywriting business where he helped individuals and small business connect through strategic communications. This was later transitioned into his current venture, Rapidly Agency, where he's currently a partner. Nicholas now works with businesses across Eastern Canada and US around brand development and revenue generation through digital strategies. He's also the host of podcast Advanced Rapidly, which features high-profile industry leaders and discovers the mindsets and actions behind entrepreneurial success. A firm believer of showing up and working hard, Nicholas has faced challenges, getting fired from multiple jobs, and sacrificing just about everything to bootstrap and grow his business. It's with pleasure that we welcome Nicholas uh, to our show and learn from his experiences. So welcome, Nicholas. Great to be on your show, Minaj. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right. So uh, let's dive in. Uh, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey and, uh, you know, some of the early uh, early challenges you faced in starting your company. Let's talk about that. Um, and uh, and uh, you can feel free to share uh, anything about uh, your story and your experience with the audience. Yeah, I mean, anytime you go to start any company, I think um, there's a lot of abstraction. There's a lot of question marks and you have to figure out What's the first thing that um, you can really focus on to move the needle forward? That's the hardest part. And I mean, that's um, understanding what the levers are, understanding what the productive actions are. That continues to be a challenge beyond just the early days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's especially challenging at the beginning because you have nothing to really base it on. Um, you know, you have no feedback from customers. You have no feedback from uh, team members, um, you just need to really take action. Uh, and that's really um, where I saw uh, a lot of success in finding those first couple of clients is just really picking up the phone, talking to everybody I could. Huge focus on sales. I'm big on sales. I don't consider myself a salesperson, but uh, I think sales is always the biggest challenge that you face in any business. Yeah. Uh, so when I started rapidly, you know, I knew that because. Um, I, like you had said in my intro, I had spent um, you know, a lot of time um, talking to financial advisors, financial planners <clears throat> um, around the country. 
uh, and just learning from them around uh, how they approached, you know, growing their business, you know, also a professional services firm, uh, obviously different products, you know, uh, different industry, um, but just really seeing kind of where they had success and then um, the value that I really brought to them in those conversations was uh, somebody to really have a strong focus on process. Mm-hmm. Um, and digital enablement and everything as well, but more than anything, just being able to uh, procedural proceduralize some of the problems that they came across. Uh, there was a quote I heard once, um, and I think it was, you know, if you have a problem, turn it into a process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's that's how I really approached every conversation I had in that role. Uh, and also how I approach starting to grow my own business as well, right? If there's a problem in front of me, then you know, what's a, what's a set of steps that I can take um, to tackle this, you know? And when you, when you have a set of steps in place to tackle a problem, um, you start to, you know, you've got a framework first off for that initial action, but you've also got a framework for reflecting on, um, you know, the progress that you made in solving that problem, you know, how that problem was solved, and you can base future processes off of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I were to really narrow it down, you know, the early experiences, where did I have success? I mean, we've been in business about a year. Um, we've got some good results, uh, client case studies. You know, we're, we're, we're really on the right track. Um, you know, I think the trajectory can continue. Um, but getting to this point up until now, really, it was just a focus on, on action, you know, having those sales conversations, uh, finding people, clients that I could really mesh with and communicate well with and uh, really work together with. And then taking a, a really strong process-based approach to, um, you know, our own operations in, in carrying out projects, uh, but also, um, you know, in, in the outreach with potential prospects and, um, you know, in helping businesses, um, you know, with their, with their marketing objectives. So it's, you know, a bias towards action, you know, really, really strong focus on process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those two things help to shape a really great framework for um, where we're at now and being able to take some of those insights and realizations and, and continue to grow from here. Um, so, That's I mean, awesome. those, those two things were really, really useful early on. I mean, as far as the challenges go, um, there's, there's always going to be challenges, I think. Um, I think you come across a lot more if you if you sit back and you try to analyze things too much and you philosophize you know you're you're too philosophical early on again it's just it's just taking action and really diving in um you know some of the challenges that I had um early on I mean you know I had uh I had went to university um on the east coast of Canada and you know, it was a it was an okay experience. You know, I had some good years there, but um, you don't really learn you don't really learn how to grow a business in university, right? There are these fundamentals in uh, building a business, or you know, sales fundamentals, whatever it is that you don't really pick up within a u- university curriculum. So when I when I started working, um, I had a few different roles at the time, and you mentioned in the intro that I had I had gotten fired from a few. Um, you know, a couple I left, a couple I had gotten fired from. I mean, that just really came down to it not being like, I wasn't an incompetent employee by any means. Like I was always a hard worker, but 
for me, it's uh, when you're not, you know, a hundred percent passionate about something, like when I'm not a hundred percent passionate about what I'm doing, um, then, you know, I, I just, I just tend to lose focus on it. Um, so the early challenges were really, for me in my career, figuring out what's the thing that I can really dial into and pour my passions into. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, eventually I found that, um, well, you know, first with, um, um, the money finder and the, the role client advisor facing role, that was great. But, uh, I really wanted to go into business for myself. Um, and I found it with, with rapidly, um, and that's why I'm I'm still doing it. So I haven't quit doing this yet, and I don't I don't plan to anytime soon. Um, you know, and you know, I I have a history, a background of uh, some mental health challenges as well. Um, you know, I have, I have ADHD, um, you know, some some anxiety and stuff, um, which I've really I've really been able to, um, you know, again just just proceduralizing everything, really logical process based approach to even that where. Uh, I have these routines in my day and everything now that uh, allow me to be a lot more effective and efficient. Yeah. Uh, and I know I have to stick to those routines or things kind of go off the rails. So it took me a little while early in my career to figure out how to develop those routines as well. Um, but, you know, eventually I did. And, you know, I think um, every adversity that you, you face in life, whether it's, you know, dealing with uh, mental health challenges or, um, you know, getting let go from a job, um, you always, you always pull a nugget of wisdom from it, um, that you can leverage when future challenges come up. So, uh, I feel I was fortunate to have had some adversity and, and to have gone through some tough things earlier on in my life because, um, you know, challenges aren't going to stop coming on your plate. They're always going to be there. Uh, and the sooner you can face some significant ones, I think the more equipped you're going to be to face the challenges that, that come up down the road as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, those are very uh, important lessons, you know, knowing yourself, knowing your client and taking action. Yeah. And then uh, from what you said, like, uh, uh, you know, coming up with some process uh, to deal with, uh, with these situations. And also, um, I can definitely relate to yeah. your challenges uh, because I've had similar issues and, and I know a lot of people go through similar challenges in life and uh, these challenges make us what what we are today so so that's well said for sure so uh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. now uh, let me ask you like so uh, when you were going through uh, like uh, your company does it is it a service oriented company it provides a provides a service or a product yeah i mean it's a service-based business um you know i don't like to kind of put it into buckets like I don't like to, you know, when I when I speak to clients or potential clients, like I don't like to say, you know, we're we we focus on Google Ads or we focus on uh, social media. I mean, I don't I don't like to start conversations from that from that point. I think it really needs to start with uh, the business. You know, what problems are they facing, and then going from there. So we offer a pretty wide breadth of services. You know, there's some things like we just redid our website recently, but there are some services that we've done for clients that aren't even listed there. I mean, you know, we just we want to take um, as much time as possible to understand what the business needs, where they're at, um, you know, what kind of cash flow is available, um, you know, what kind of investment makes sense for them. 
and then provide um, is you know customized a, a plan as possible, right? So I have a process that I run through with businesses to really ask the right questions and understand what they need, and then I have another process for you know any road that we go down for for the services that we that we do um to make sure that we can build out a plan that is very specific to to them um you know i mean if there's one thing we i had to say we do a lot of there's a lot of brand development uh, work you know strategic messaging that type of thing um and i think the reason we do the most of that is because uh you know you can you can run um you know facebook ads all day or you can uh, you know you can you can look at cro conversion rate optimization and you know try to get the cost per clicks down and you know do all this really technical stuff but um if the brand and the message isn't there at the bottom of the funnel you know i think it doesn't really matter anyway so i like to start there when we can um i just think you know one thing I've known to be true is that there are these stories that uh, we tell ourselves as, as human beings that, you know, give us meaning in the world, right? That make us feel like what we're doing is important or maybe there's something that we should do that that's important. Um, and that's what I feel brand is about. Mm-hmm. It's giving, giving um, you know, a consumer or, or another business, whatever it is, an experience that really ties into the story that they tell themselves about the world, or, um, you know, maybe opening up another, another way to think about things that they can kind of incorporate into their story. Um, so it needs to, it needs to really start there. Um, marketing is about psychology more than anything. I mean, you know, even today with, with, you know, over 5,000, um, Martech, solutions out there with you know technology advancing at the rate that it is and uh, marketing will always be about psychology um, at its fundamental core and you know and the stories that people tell themselves you know we need to be able to relate and tie into that so that's why I like doing the brand work above all else but um, you know it's a pretty wide uh, the work that we've done stretches pretty wide as far as services go yeah all right so um so in our audience you know there are many entrepreneurs uh, either they are starting off or they are considering uh, starting their own uh, company will you recommend them uh, selling customized products or services or will you recommend uh, selling um, sort of out of the box solutions i mean it's interesting because um you know it's like service service is time consuming it really is and you see a lot of agencies um you know trying to trying to build um out of the box solutions um that they can offer um just to streamline things a little bit more or you know building building products um rather than rather than trying to productize their offering story rather than um the focus on service and i i understand that because service can be abstract it can be time consuming there's a lot of factors that go in there and if you can turn your service into a product it's probably going to save you a lot of time um and there's nothing wrong with that i think you know it depends what you're trying to accomplish i mean you know me and my work with clients i know that there probably isn't going to be like one thing that i can really build or one one um service model that i can kind of build that's going to apply to everybody you know and from an operational perspective 
it could have challenges, but, um, you know, when you're looking at, um, it depends what you're doing, you know, um, when you're looking at, um, you know, the SaaS market in particular, um, even, even there, you see a, a lot more professional services being, um, incorporated into their models and c- customer successes. You know, there's been a lot more, a lot more emphasis around that in the last five years or so than, than prior to. Um, and that's just that kind of strategic, you know, professional services type approach. Um, that people really need because at the end of the day, it ties back to what I was saying, you know, every business is, is different. And it's not, it's not enough sometimes just to take a product out of the box and use it. Yeah. You need really customized tailored consultations. So I think it depends. I mean, you know, you can build a, a build a product and it's the same for everybody. And, you know, usually those are at a lower price point, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can they can be valuable, um, but you know it it just goes back to what I was saying. It depends on who your market is and um, what you're offering. I think there can be room for both, but um, you know it's uh, it really just comes down to each business on each end of the transaction. I think, yeah, okay. yeah. Great. Um, now, uh, if I understand it correctly, you bootstrap your company or did you have some resources that you invested earlier on? Yeah. I mean, I actually started my business with, um, quite, you know, some debt. So oh. I was in the minuses. I was in the minuses when I started my business. Um, and you know, that was stressful for sure, but I think it was just the idea of just going into work you know, nine to five every day, kind of punching the clock type thing for 10 years that was just way more or 10 to 40 years. That was just way more stressful for me than, um, um, going entrepreneur, as you, as you say, and, and, and your theme. Um, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it also gave me some urgency to really, to really grind, to really knuckle down on, um, you know, doing the things that I needed to do, um, and no, no vanity actions either. Where like, there's, you know, sometimes you're applying to emails and you're doing this and you're doing that, and you, you, you feel like you're being productive, but it's not really moving the needle forward. Um, so whenever I kind of caught myself like just doing doing work just to do work that wasn't necessarily moving things forward. Um, it was, uh, you know, that, that debt and, you know, that kind of the fact that I'm bootstrapping, the fact that, you know, I don't have uh, $200,000, you know, to help fund the business, uh, just gave me that extra little kick and push to yeah. think, you know, Hey, I better switch gears here and really focus on what's important. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. I think there are, there are a lot of uh, you know, consultants and agencies and agency owners that start, um, you know, just on the service end, and then they once they have more, once they've built a business and have more capital, they start to build products and they get into the SaaS game a little bit. Um, and um, you know, you can you, you really need to look at uh, what's going to generate cash flow early on um, when you are bootstrapping. And for us, it was just you know, at the beginning, we weren't doing um, pay-per-click. We weren't really doing social media or social media ads. Um, we were just, you know, we were just finding businesses that um, didn't have a good website, basically, and reaching out to them. 
and just building websites. And, you know, those, those were the first couple of customers. It was just a simple website projects, but, um, you know, and I remember, you know, people saying, what are you doing selling websites? It's, uh, 2018, you know, websites have been around for 30 years. And, you know, I just, I try to, I try not to, um, acknowledge group think too much and just, you know, these, just these nuances that people kind of think of and just focus on, okay, well, what's going to generate revenue? Like, what do I really need to do right now to move things forward? And at that time, it just made a lot of sense. You know, it seemed like a quick route to, to working with some great clients and generating revenue to just uh, start out with, you know, selling websites and putting together great websites. And from there, it just kind of made its way into other projects and referrals. And, you know, and now we're doing a lot of really, really great work, which we'll probably continue to expand on and grow from there. Um, so when you're bootstrapping, I mean, for your listeners, um, if there's, you know, somebody out there that um, is thinking about, you know, leaving their job or you know, starting their own business, and um, they feel like, you know, what they, you know, what they ideally would like to do, it's just too, too far of a path or too, too, too much that would have to be done um, within the constraints of the resources that they have. Uh, look for maybe look for the simplest possible uh, service or the simplest possible thing related to ideally what you would like to do, um, and you know focus on that early on because once you um, start moving towards something, well, you know there's a few things that happen. I mean, obviously it needs to. It needs to make you money or you're going to starve. But um, second of all, um, once you start moving towards something, it's going to open up all these other lanes and avenues and opportunities, and you're going to have a much better chance of uh, getting into that ideal state of uh, where you would, you know, where you would ideally like to be, essentially. And yeah, that's so that would be those were the early days. Yeah, yeah. No, which were only which were only you know 14 months ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very important uh, uh, piece of uh, advice there. You know, um, you had a lot of challenges and you, you started the business with a negative uh, cash balance. So, uh, you know, focusing on simple things and not, uh, you know, paying too much attention to group think and, and focusing on uh, cash flow and sales. Those are very, very important lessons uh, if you're looking to bootstrap. But um, if you decide to do that, I mean, it's entirely possible uh, as you've heard, uh, Nick and uh, some other guests on this podcast. So thanks a lot for sharing that experience. Um, now, let me ask you another question. Um, how uh, uh, how did you find the courage to overcome the challenges? Like, like as you said, you, you got fired from a couple of jobs or you left a few jobs on your own. And um, if I can... Uh, if I can share with the audience that uh, you had some addiction challenges as well. So how do you uh, overcome all those challenges and say uh, to yourself that, you know, you want to change your life for the better? Yeah. I mean, so, you know, the addiction challenges were a little earlier on, you know, as a teenager. Um, I think, you know, it happens probably for, for lots of people. Um, but, you know, I, looking back, I probably wouldn't change that. Like I said earlier on, like I'm, I'm kind of grateful I went through some, some tough things earlier on in life because it, it built thick skin and it built perspective that some people go their whole lives without having. Mm -hmm. Um, so, 
you know, like it's always what I, what I would tell, you know, listeners that are, are going through adversities. And, you know, I've, I've had quite a, quite a bit uh, in the first, you know, 23 years, 24 years of my life um, is it's always going to be terrible and, and, um, you know, discouraging and awful when you're going through it. Like there's no way to avoid that. There's no piece of advice that somebody can give you that's going to make actually going through the challenge and the hardship um, not awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but after you go through a few hardships, um, you start to, you really see how they help you. And it's easier to kind of rationalize it and become more logical from there. Um, I just think it's always good to just reflect on, you know, what did it, what did it teach you? You know, because what, what did you gain from it? And when you do that, um, it kind of balances out the negative impact that, you know, the adversity kind of had and shows you a positive. So it kind of helps in your mindset in dealing with it and subsequent challenges. And, and, but you also get that really great lesson that, um, you know, not only helps you when other challenges pop up, but it'll just help you in general. Like even when things are going good, you know, you know, um, you know how to handle, um, you know how to handle it, right? Like there have been times, um, you know, in my business or um, earlier on in my career where things were going really good and I got complacent and a little bit, um, a little bit lazy and then they start to fall off the rails and you're, you're facing all these challenges again. You know, now I know when things are going good, uh, that's not a sign that you should let off the gas. I mean, that's a sign that you should, you should push harder, you know, and um, it took me a, a a couple, you know, hills and valleys, right, to uh, to really learn that. Yeah. Um, but you do you do learn it over time. So, you know, I, I really thrashed and banged for uh, a couple years of, you know, I was having su- some successes in my career and I was, you know, doing well and excelling, working for other companies. But, um, you know, it was a it was a roller coaster. Um, and you know, the roller coaster, um, it just kind of evens out over time. Um, and that's the result of, uh, picking things up, um, as you go. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's tough to be in business for yourself. It's a whole nother host of challenges, I think, because rather than somebody else, rather than a boss or a manager kind of giving you feedback on a monthly or a weekly basis, um, you know, you're, absor- you're absorbing or sorry, observing that feedback directly. So you need to be taking stock of what's working, what's not yourself. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, in life, that's, that's the best possible skill you can have is that ability to uh, understand what's working, what's not, recognize the patterns, and uh, take those patterns and just use them to proactively uh, carve out the best possible path. Um, you know, and as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you get really, really good at noticing patterns, and you get really good at extrapolating those patterns into um, into the future. Um, you know, and the world is getting you know the world's getting a lot more complex, right? Like there's uh, with technology advancing the rate that it is. Um, you know, with social media just amplifying 
pretty much every disaster or, you know, even the positive, mostly the disasters, but the positive things as well that are happening in the world. Um, it's really, it's really easy for people to get confused and worried. And, you know, in a big way, our, our reward systems are, are, are mixed up because, um, you know, through social media, you're seeing everything else that's happening in the world. And then it just gives you kind of a, a weird view on things and you relate it to your own life. Um, you know, and in a world where like all these things are happening and it's becoming more and more and more complex, having self-awareness and being able to recognize patterns and being able to learn things quickly is just becoming, uh, more and more, uh, valuable. Um, you know, I did a podcast, you know, like I, I obviously host a podcast as well, um, advanced rapidly where we explore the, the mindsets and actions behind uh, entrepreneurial success and um you know we i have a lot of uh really high profile industry leaders much higher profile than than myself um on the podcast um and i had rebecca costa on um she's a you know american sociobiologist futurist world-renowned author um that's actually going live later today and if any of your listeners want to want to take a peek and she's done a lot of work on on that um on the complexity that uh, the growing complexity, um, you know, in our world today, um, and you know, in a in a world where uh, that's as complex as as ours is going to be, there's going to be a lot more wrong answers than there are right answers because we're embarking into this space where, um, you know, there there might be a handful of people that that. Um, are going to be able to understand, you know, predictive analytics, AI, all these, um, you know, these, these data systems that are, that we formed and that we're going to be able to, to use to predict future outcomes. Um, and, you know, you're not everybody's going to be an AI expert, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you'll need to be, um, but you'll certainly need to be aware and you'll certainly need to be self aware on uh where you can fit uh in this new um you know in this new world essentially and if you're not proactive around that if you're not proactive in thinking um how does my skill set fit um you know into the new world that's kind of shaping then i think you're gonna have a really hard time and you're gonna be frustrated and you're gonna be confused um so just that self-awareness that willingness to fail quickly um, and learn from it um, just becomes so much more important when things get as complex as uh, as uh, as we're going to see. Um, but you know, I, Rebecca, she's done 30 years worth of research on this, um, and um, you know, she she puts it a lot more in depth and eloquently than I ever could. So, uh, for for listeners that are interested in this particular topic, definitely definitely check out the podcast as well yeah thanks a lot for sharing that and um uh yeah, yeah. Uh, i think we are coming to the end of the uh, interview here thanks a lot uh, for all the yeah. um, all the knowledge that you have shared and uh, some a really important piece of advice uh, from your own personal experience and you know i can tell that uh, you have all these uh, qualities of uh, courage and yeah. resilience which are very important in, in uh, entrepreneurial journey so thanks a lot for sharing openly and candidly uh, now, before I let you go, can you talk a little bit about your company and uh, what you do there, what kind of services you provide, and 
particularly how you can help uh, our entrepreneurial uh, audience? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I think it's, it's relevant as well um, because, you know, anybody that's um, entrepreneurial that's looking at, um, you know, either getting started or, or is in the early years of starting a business, uh, I do enjoy working with startups that are, that are earlier on, you know, maybe, maybe they just get, uh, you know, as low as uh, 50 or $100,000 in funding, you know, um, and they need to develop that initial brand. Um, you know, we're really open to that type of thing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all about relationships. I want to help businesses grow. Um, so anytime we get the opportunity to work with a really promising founder and help sh shape their go-to-market strategies, uh, we're open to doing that. Um, so that's, you know, that's one thing that, that we have focused on in the past. You know, sometimes the startup's a little bit earlier on, sometimes a little bit later, but, um, you know, I love, I love being able to bring perspective to, um, you know, maybe a, a, a technical founder that doesn't have the marketing knowledge and, and, uh, help them with those initial go to market initiatives. Um, you know, for any other business owners that might be listening, um, you know, it's, uh, or somebody that's looking at starting a business, um, you know, again, it's, I don't like to just plaster out the services that we offer. Um, you know, it's, it's what are, what, what are the problems you're facing? Uh, I always want to learn more about that and just see if there's an opportunity for us to work together long term. Um, so definitely get in touch. Um, if, uh, you know, anything about my background and, and our approach kind of, uh, inspires you. Um, if I were to give a, you know, uh, a general, just a general piece of advice that I'll emphasize again, it's, it's just, um, you know, it's, it's just taking action at the end of the day. I think it's the most important thing. It sounds funny. Even if you just, even if you don't know what to do, if you don't know the answer, just reach out to somebody, reach out to 10, five, 10 people and just have conversations with them. You know, just even if you don't know what you want to talk about, chances are they'll be good at asking questions and they'll pull some things out of you. Um, but it's something that I'm just consistently reminding myself every day is, you know, take action, take action. Um, and, um, you know, don't sit back and get complacent. And I just think that's so important. Um, you know, thanks a lot, Minaj, for, for having me on the show. Um, I wish I would have shaved. I wish I would have, uh, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Better groomed, but I didn't know it was going to be a video interview. But uh, I'm looking forward to just hearing others' feedback on the show, and it's uh, is really great to uh, really great to be on for sure. Yeah, no. yeah. It was great to have you, and uh, don't worry about the the looks. Uh, this is how, what real entrepreneurs look like when they're working. So, so it's, you know, it's true. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank that's, you. Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, yeah. For this great interview. Thanks. So again, I'm Manoj Agarwal and thanks a lot for joining us on Bootstrapping Your Dreams show. And now, if you are an existing or an aspiring technology entrepreneur, then I invite you to check out my new online workshop, Bootstrapping Your Tech Startup Dreams. Go to go.tetranoodle.com slash boot hyphen podcast and sign up for free. I want to make sure more successful and sound decisions are made every day in your tech projects. Let's start finding solutions to your problems. So go to go.tetranoodle.com slash boot 
hyphen podcast and i look forward to helping you with your tech startup